As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. The world is full of magic and wonder, if you know where to look. And I'm obsessed with looking for it. I'm Simon Sinek, and I host a podcast called A Bit of Optimism. Each week, I have a short conversation with someone who inspires me or teaches me something about life, leadership, and other curious things. I hope you'll join me on the journey. Listen to a bit of optimism on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Julian Edelman from Games with Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time with the players and coaches who lived in them. Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Or what about the, the after parties? We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games with Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everyone on this show is super horny. If we're going to do a tange, <laughs> let's do a tange. Literally. There's a lot of horniness going on lately. I hit the thing uh-huh. on the tange. It's the tangent with the Fred Show. Giving you all the sh- we couldn't talk about on air. All right, we're getting right into it. We're getting right into the tange. Why is everyone so horny? I mean, Paulina's horny because she's pregnant. I think that's a real, that's like a real thing. Yeah. No, it is, yeah. It's pregnancy horniness. They say, well, it's tangent, I can say this. They say that pregnancy punani is the best one. I heard that mm-hmm. recently. Yes, yes, I've heard. Oh, yeah, who said Supposedly. that? Supposedly. Um, our <laughs> coworker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> why do they say it's the best? What's, they, what do you mean? Do you want for to you, for why? other people? They say for, for the mans, I'm assuming, and Rufio, you can chime in on this if this is true or not, but basically that it's... um. It's just it just feels better. I guess things are more more. I hate the word moist, but more. Oh, is that true? Yeah, like and like fluffier. Yeah, it's oh. like fluffy, oh, soft. Fluffy I don't know. Yeah. Oh. Really? Is that true, Rufio? I I couldn't tell you. I've never had uh, pregnancy, pregnancy sex? sex. No. Mm-mm. Wait, what? Wait, so and I'm no. Hold on. Let's. It's a safe place. So Jess gets <laughs> pregnant. And you guys just don't. Yeah. So oh, it's been okay. like almost four, four and a half months. Oh, for me. wait, yeah. really? Yeah. Okay. And no, no, no judgment. No judgment whatsoever. I feel like it's, it's, I think, I think it's me. Like uh, it's weird oh, for me. It's you know, yeah. what I'm okay. Yeah. Right. Some like, men feel like that. Yeah. She's got to be like at least like wanting to, right? If, yeah. I'm if not you, sure. if you were yeah. down, maybe you would. Right. It's and just no judgment weird for me. I but like, like, yeah, maybe she did also. Oh. Doesn't it help though too? Like with going into labor, <laughs> it can. It can. It can. Yeah. So if she begs you, like, hey, I'm just at forty weeks, and she's like, we gotta. Oh, yeah, so it can, it can get gonna, it moving. She's getting a another oh, C-section. Oh, that's right, that's right, so. that's right. <laughs> oh, I did ask a, a gynecologist I went on a couple of dates with, like, are you essentially, are you ejaculating on the baby's head? And oh. sort of. Oh, yikes. I oh, mean, my kind God. Of. I didn't want to exactly, hear that. I mean, sort of, <laughs> kind, like, exactly, like, not oh exactly, but kind of. <laughs> Like, I mean, wait, like, where does it go? Doesn't my cervix go like this, though? Yeah, there's a barrier, but like, it's there's not. It's sort of, sort so of. No. But if you're not dilated, right? You're I don't. I look. I don't know. Yeah, we, I mean, we, we laughed about I mean, it. It's it not like a real still. thing. I'm not giving medical <laughs> advice here. Right. I just, it's like yeah. I don't. Yeah, I can Some see men do why. Feel weird about yeah. it. I can see why can that would be that. a weird thing to get over. Especially if you're packing like Drake, you know what I'm saying? You're be fucking hitting oh, well, that. Well, that baby would be that poor baby. That would have a dent, you know, coming out. Yeah. I mean, hey, the doc says it's it's cool and safe. 
<laughs> I'm gonna try, but it's not the same for me. I feel funny, if anything. Yeah. You feel funny because you just don't feel sexy, or what? I is don't it? feel sexy. I I have like pains. I know this thing called I call it fire crotch. It's called lightning crotch. <laughs> yeah. I texted my friend Nikki. I was like, "What does fire crotch feel like?" And she's like, "You trying to say lightning crotch?" Oh. Which is a term, I yeah. guess. Like you get this really sharp pain oh. that's supposed to like go up your thing. Yeah. But I haven't gotten that. But I'm just really sore. Fire crotch is different. I know. Yeah, like, fire, fire crotch is if you have red hair. It is. Uh, so I'm told. Yeah. yeah. I was like, whoops. People oh. would have that. Oh, okay. So yeah, I don't feel sexy. I don't feel like, it, it, it's different for me. It's yeah. Different. My friend said their dreams were very oddly sexual, but like with weird people. <laughs> like my straight friend was like, I had like a lesbian threesome dream with like Miley Cyrus and someone else. <laughs> yes. And she said she had a quote, wet dream about Joey Tribbiani from Friends. Mm. Someone else said they, yeah, it's just like, I think you have like, yeah, yeah I guess some do get really horny. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know if I, I don't know. There, there might be a certain point where I, I might, it might get in my Call head a little it. bit. Yeah, but not early on, I don't think. Maybe when you could, yeah. maybe no, when you start to see the bump and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The store and plum titties. <laughs> so everybody's horny here. Is that the, the message? It feels I, well, I, like it. It certainly does. I guess Rufio's horny. We, we know. We, we understand. We understand why now. Yeah, it's been four and a half months. Everything. You could be like, hey, good morning, man. <laughs> four, four I got to get it somewhere. That's you know the thing. Now, yeah, maybe that explains why he's coming out now because oh, yeah. a, hole. Uh, right. a strong wind. And yeah. He's, yeah. I mean, oh, that's just normal everyday stuff. And then, oh, Kiki, we know you're yeah. horny because you, I mean, uh, the waiting by the phone really got you going. I, we really learned about you today. So you're a toe sucking person. I don't see anything is wrong with a nice surprise like it's just <laughs> you just gotta try it it's just not it's not bad like I would never not call somebody back because they suck my toes like what absolutely but is that like a standard move sleep. for Big Tim like is that like an everyday move no not everyday and does he want his toes sucked too no hell no oh, now, I'm you? not sucking would nobody's you? toes no <laughs> oh no, so no, you no? wouldn't you no. wouldn't do it and no absolutely not, not but you know what toes. <laughs> and I've, right, I've seen this discussed on, on the internet and stuff <laughs> But it's so funny that like people, and I couldn't say this on the air because I couldn't say it on the air, but it's, mm-hmm. it's funny how people will be like, oh my God, you'd put the, you'd put someone's toe in your mouth. It's like, I put your entire vagina in my mouth. That's like what I'm I saying. put your ass hey, in my mouth. Those two. <laughs> That's what but I'm, I'm saying, just saying though. like, you want to talk about right. intrusive. My tongue right. was in your asshole. Yes. Like, I mean, oh, yeah. why are you, yes. you're <laughs> looking right at me. Um, like if we won't eat on a fork that like drops on the ground, right. but we'll eat ass. Right. That's I what I mean. That's what I'm saying. People are like, oh my God, a toe. It's like, dude, I've had way worse in my mouth. I can assure you of that. Right. But the, the vagina's not worse. It's very nice. I it mean, is. but it's still. It's not a toe. It's it's essentially internal. You're essentially inside someone. A toe is like. It's a beautiful just hanging out. Yeah. I'm not, Trust me. <laughs> you're talking to the guy who loves to do that. I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, my God, a toe. But then I'll go put my right. mouth other uh-huh. places. So and so will toes? you. No. <laughs> wow. No. He's no. a germaphobe, so. Nobody else in his suck a toe? No one's ever asked me to, though. <laughs> I haven't sucked a toe. I've had my toes sucked. Yeah, I haven't yeah. sucked toes. It, okay. I, it was shocking. It was uh, alarming. Yeah, it hits you out off guard at I first, was like, but then it's like, okay. Right. I feel like you get kicked in the face like you're at the fucking, uh, the, getting a pedicure. Oh, you know what no, I'm saying? No, no, when no. They try to tickle your, when they try to <laughs> scrub <laughs> your feet. <laughs> no, no. I would just, I would also worry, like, as the person receiving, or I did when it happened, like, I was walking around barefoot, like, I hope they taste good, you know? I don't think yeah. they care. I want to be. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I can't believe it. I mean, I've what? done a lot worse, but like, yeah, I yeah just, well, same. It's not, it's okay. That's not what my, I mean. That's yeah. my point. Is I'm not judging it. It's just, I don't know. I, I don't. It doesn't do anything for me. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the big Tim like suck your toes every time. No, but he. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm he down if feet. he wanted to. Yeah, <laughs> it's not that. It's yeah. Does it feel good, like to you? 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's it's just something different, you know. Well, what that is, makes sense. What right? is the strangest thing, Kiki, that you've been asked to do by someone else? You don't have to specify which partner. Um, to be honest, nothing. Like I've never had anything that I feel is strange. Like I'm, I we have played with handcuffs before. Okay. With my with an ex, um, because <laughs> I tried that with Big Tim, he wasn't down. Um, but yeah, <laughs> oh, like oh. yeah, I don't. So that's probably the the only thing. In I the mean, I'll, I'll, no one has to do this, but go around the room. Like, what would you say is the and I, I by, by the way by strange? I realize there are people listening going, well, that's not strange, but I just mean out of the ordinary. Like if if you were to put like just normal sex into this bucket here or this envelope. You know, I think for some people, you go outside the circle, it starts to get a little weird. For example, I had a, and I've told the story before, but I had a girl who I never, ever would have expected, a very buttoned up, like accounting type girl, asked me to pee on her. And uh, I, remember, I remember this. I have pee fright as it is. Same. So I, there's, you know, and I know it's like, it's like a subservience thing or it's a dominant thing or whatever. And I just, I, I couldn't do it because <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't like my own bodily function. Yeah. So I'm really not, I don't know. And she was like, we'll get in the shower. We'll do this. And I'm like, no, we're not, we're <laughs> not like, actually going to do that. No, <laughs> this is my bed. Like, I'm not going to pee in my old bed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was in the shower. And yeah. then, but then funny thing is a couple of years later, I saw her out with another guy. I think she, she might be married to him now. And I'm like, oh, well he pisses on her. So. <laughs> <laughs> Better. I mean, because it was a, no, it was a deal breaker. I'm like, I can't. I'm not gonna do it. And she's like, Well, I really like it. And I'm like, Well, I'm not gonna do Yo. it. So that was kind of that. Uh, Jason, um, someone asked me once to put one of those metal rings around like your junk. Have you ever seen those? Oh, a cock ring? Yeah. I thought they were supposed to be rubber, I've used though. one of those. Yeah, it scares me. It I doesn't. Don't know. It's not like it doesn't. There. It was a vibrating C ring. Like no, I've seen those. No, but this was just like a the metal, metal aspect that, like, of it concerns uh, me. Yeah. At least ah, rubber, it's I feel to make like you harder for yeah. longer. Uh, but like I, it weirded me out. Like I don't want like anything clamping down there. And you know? fun like, story: his mom found the wrapper when he was moving. <gasps> oh no! Oh, <laughs> ooh, yeah. Damn. I think I've told you guys this story before, probably recently. I don't know. You know, I have only ten stories. I only tell the same <laughs> ten stories. But when I moved here, it was so super quick. That um, it, it happened like in ten days, and it was over the holidays too. So I wasn't even here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wasn't. I wasn't in Charlotte. Like they're like, hey, sign this contract. You're coming January first. I'm like, well, shit. I'm going home for Christmas. They're like, don't worry. We'll we'll pay for everything. Like we'll send people to your house and put your wow. car and we'll pack everything. Nice. Everything goes on the <laughs> truck. And like, don't even worry about it. When you get to Chicago, your shit will be there. Which isn't quite how it happened. But nonetheless, oh, they did yeah. go in and they did pack everything. I was not there for any of that. <laughs> and then what I didn't realize was. I, I got the unpacking service too, which is nice in that they take the boxes away. But what I didn't realize is they just literally take everything out of every box and just yeah. put it wherever. And then it's out and then you put it away. And in retrospect, it's like, I guess I would have rather it has stayed in boxes until I was ready to go box by box. Because to me, in like my compartmentalized mind, it was my OCD mind. Like, but anyway. So my mom and my sister flew in because they met the moving truck on like a Thursday while I was at work and to help the process, let the movers in and like start the process for me. And I get back and there's like this one box sitting in the kitchen and my sister's going through it. And I'm like, what the hell is that? And my mom's like, I guess those are some souvenirs from some guests you've had over the years. And it was a, it was a bunch of like women's stuff. It was like sunglasses, oh, yeah. a pearl necklace, <laughs> um, hair ties, <laughs> like just a bunch of 
several pair of sunglasses. And so yeah. my sister like takes out some Gucci sunglasses. And she goes, "Can I have these?" I'm <laughs> yeah. like, "Take them." I don't know who's there. Like, take them. No one ever came back, lost and found to get them. Really had lost and found. Yeah. And then there was one single joint in there too, in that same box, because I guess they found a single joint in my. Yeah, right. But it just made me realize that maybe in the future, if I God forbid I ever have to move, I'll handle it myself. Certain things. Certain things. I will say, someone. I'm usually like down for whatever, but I will say a guy. I slapped me across the face one time and I didn't like that. Like, I, yeah, I know. I, okay. I know a lot of people like it. <laughs> I like, like getting spanked. I like do anything to the rest of my body, but that was just like a really dirty Don't, feeling. Yeah. Don't the my spitting thing is, is one that I love. See, I know you do. And a lot of people <laughs> oh. do. Well, you, oh, the you spitting? Do? You, yeah. You've mentioned it a time or two. Right. Um, Only if I like am like in love with someone see, or that's like enthralled what I, in their spit. Like, that's, I don't. That's where shit gets weird for me, Kaylin, is like... <laughs> I guess I'm not gonna say I'm vanilla, but I guess Baby. I'm I'm like goal <laughs> I'm goal oriented. Like I want to do activities. I, I tend to be like focused on. I'm a pleaser, so I'm I'm trying to be focused on the stuff like getting right to the point of what I think you're going to like, mm. and I don't tend to venture too far outside of like relatively normal stuff. But what I, it's not that I wouldn't. It's that like. I don't know how to know for sure early on if you want me to do that to the point about being slapped. Like, trust me, I've had people who love getting their hair pulled yeah. or love getting choked. And then I've gone I, to I, do I, that move those. on other people. And they're like, what are you doing? And there's only kind of one way to find out right. certain things unless you want to sit down and have a conversation about and it. that's which not is, sexy. No. Which is not yeah, sexy. You've got to feel it out. you got to just start things slow. I mean, I, like... You just have to like grab her hair and slowly start and see. Well, which is what I did. I mean, I didn't like take out a lock or right. two, you know. Like, I, <laughs> yeah, you just gotta. I I just like want men to like go off vibes more. Like, just lightly try something. What's the vibe to tell me you want me to spit in your mouth? Right. Like, what <laughs> exactly. Because I don't exactly. Wait, you? Oh, you want to spit in his? No, mouth? No, no, no. You said you like spit. When yeah. you say that, you want him to just spit on you or like in your mouth or like. Where? Okay, so Jason wants it on him. Yeah. I think that's. I don't want oh, that. Okay. <laughs> Um, I I just have had it done like with just one guy and okay. I liked it and he just said open your mouth and so if I didn't want it I wouldn't open my mouth oh. and so I did and he did yeah. and I liked it. I'm just it. trying to help the fellas or whoever figure out how to feel the vibe. I think you just got to do stuff. Right. I'd be just doing stuff and if you say no I'm like okay cool but like if not then like I don't know but spitting in someone's mouth yeah, is like, like, like feel and, the vibe? And also like is it like you No 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 no, if you grab a girl's face and say open your mouth and she doesn't want that, that's the time you'll know. I want to go home. If you know she doesn't want her hair pulled, you'll know because you'll grab it and start lightly pulling and she won't be like, Okay. You know, okay. I think I think reading the room is okay. Yeah, something's no, going should. on with me lately. Though, like I, I, I'm not reading the like the vibes are just off. I don't know if I need to get like my my junk saged or something. Like there's just weird I have shit. Sage. Ever since I sort of talking to somebody and for a while then that ended I feel like I must be projecting something weird but I just can't get a read on like what people are wanting and what they're after right now I don't know like my it's like my I'm not calibrated properly it is what you put out there and I also think it's right now how you feel about yourself like I think that you should be more confident than you are right now and so I think you're just going through something but I do think like you need you need to go through this and just feel it people are acting weird I went out with this one girl a couple times recently <laughs> people are acting and weird. she like she made it a point to be like I want you to treat me like not good, basically, like in bad. Like I, oh, okay. I want to be disrespected or whatever. And then I'm like, all right. And then, uh, 
I mean, sure. That okay. was your reaction. All right. I, I, I mean, all right. Right. I mean, all right. I can do that. Sure. <laughs> and then it got, it got the communication right. got kind of weird after the fact. And then, like, I don't know. But then the other day, I'm texting with her, and she's like, I'm on my way to church. I'll pray for you. And she was doing all this, like, weird religious pious shit. And I'm like, Pray what for is, me. What is going on? I'm no, like, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, the shit you wanted. And, and look, I'm not judging anybody, yeah. whatever. But what? like, she was doing, like, literally, I, it was almost like I thought maybe it was a joke or like somebody else was fucking with me or something because <laughs> it was like, I don't know if I can see you anymore. Like, I'm, you know, I, I'm going to church to pray for my sins and you should too. That's and her own shit. It was, oh, this, it was this whole pious, oh, yeah, it no. was like, and, and it really was elitist also. We're the, we're the same religion, she and I, mm-hmm. but I, I cannot stand, I don't know what was going on, but I cannot stand it when people stand on religion, like somehow they're superior to you because they, because they go to church or believe yeah. they have a more intimate connection with God or whatever. It's like. That's the entire. That's that doesn't. That's contradictory to the whole purpose. The whole purpose. Yeah, the whole purpose to, is you are not mm-hmm. better than that's me. Right. All right. You have to know that's her own shit. Though. But it was just so weird. I'm like, you want you wanted me to disrespect you, and now like mm-hmm. she feels guilty about it. And now you're like telling me you're going to church and praying for me and all this weird shit. She's I'm a like, weirdo. what are you that's doing? I would weird. say no. I'm good. Thanks. She's a weirdo. Yeah. 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 Please don't pray for me. Yeah, I'm so triggered by people who use religion as Same. some form of power trip because I Same. have had it happen to me a couple in a couple different dynamics where it's like I'm less than because you've got a Bible on your desk and because you can recite Bible verses. And you know what the interesting part is in one of those two cases, it was the person who was projecting this stuff onto me was one of the worst human always. beings yes. that I've ever me. known. Yes. Like yes. truly one of the worst yes. human beings, a liar, a cheat, mm-hmm. deceptive, mm-hmm. gaslighting. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, just a really bad person. And yet the whole time it's like, but you don't know Jesus. And I'm going, I don't think you do either, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's, it's so weird. The cockiness that it takes to think that your chosen religion and your relationship with God is the right one for someone else. And that you have all the answers and you know, what's right is concerning. Like you should have your own relationship with your own religion, your own God, whatever you want to believe in. Yep. But thinking your way is the right way is so gross. Like, bro. I also know some people who, for whom it's a power thing. Like I, I know some people who have become members of clergy in one way or another. Like I happen to know someone very well who is a Catholic deacon. This is a man who's been divorced, I think four times. Oh, I thought you maybe were more than that. Um, I, and, and again, I, everyone has an opportunity to, an opportunity to, to redeem themselves, mm-hmm. but I have a very difficult time believing that fundamentally anything changed other than you now can wear a collar and you somehow be- have now become an authority. Like you now all of a sudden, because of what that represents, are able to advise other people on how to live. I'm like, dude, you pay- you paid for that. Like you buy that. Mm-hmm. I-, I think in the Catholic church, there are churches that will make you a deacon because you don't have to, you can be married. I don't know. You were, you did all this. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's training. Like you have to go through the training. It's well, yeah. Like, but you know, and yeah, you could be married. You could be divorced. But like who thing. gets to decide that you're now all of a sudden you are going to tell me, but like, what about you? I, and and that, by the way, I think some of the more valuable advice you can get from people are people who have redeemed themselves. I just yeah. don't necessarily know if people are redeemed or they just now feel this power because, mm-hmm. because if you're a member of organized religion, you, you are to respect clergy. But, like, who made you God? You know exactly. what I mean? It's, it's a very confusing thing for me. It's why I have a difficult time with, with organized religion. Yes, everybody should just have their own relationship mm-hmm. with whoever they believe in. Mm-hmm. It's I like the story that. I told you uh, maybe a year or two ago about a guy I worked with who wouldn't be my friend because, oh, yeah. because I, I wouldn't go to church with him. It made me uncomfortable. He was my friend. He was my coworker. 
And church was very important to him, and this particular church was very important to him. I didn't really identify with with that. I, it was I, I don't know. It didn't I didn't feel it. I didn't want to go. Mm-hmm. And basically, he was like, "Well, then." He, he basically wrote me off as a friend because I wouldn't go with him. And then maybe a year or so ago, he writes me a note telling me that he's proud of me, that I, I appear to have made something of myself. And I'm like, this is the bullshit I'm talking about. <laughs> Whoa. Like, this is what I mean. Like, because you go to church and you you have a relationship with God that's unique to you, somehow now you're able to tell other people that they appear in your mind like they've done something good with their lives. Like, that's not up to you. Like, that's, right. you're not God. Yeah, it was, I opened up to someone one time about like I was struggling with my mental health and they they advised me to get a prayer app and I was just like fuck I need like medication oh and they start using the church man I'm like, and a lot yeah. of people I, I think they me. mean well like it, but but that's yeah, like if you if you say like it have works you, for you maybe have you considered me. this no. and I'd like to invite you that's one thing but then if someone says I'm not comfortable with that then that doesn't have to change the nature of the friendship fundamentally right like you just you offered it because it's helped you. I mean, look, that's like me saying I take vitamin D every day. Have you guys considered that? And you're like, oh, I don't know. Maybe I'll take vitamin D or maybe I won't. And I'm like, well, you won't take it? Fuck you. you. I, yeah, I, I hate you. I mean, it's like that's how I choose to live. And if you don't want to live that way, you don't have to. I can still be your friend. Um, I don't know. It's just it's very And I know you go to church a lot. Yes. And Kiki, I know it's an important part of your life. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't know. It's uh she helps the kids at church, right? Yeah. You, uh, run, yeah, you run the yeah. tech and you yeah, do all that? I do. <laughs> that is yes, sweet. Yes, when I met church. I've been missing a little bit lately, but yeah. Um, do you feel I, obligated or do you feel like it's actually a calling for you to go there and do that? I, for there, There's like ups and downs. So like sometimes I'm like, oh my God, I got to go do this again. You feel that obligation, but I see the way it has helped transform me as a person mm-hmm. um, and the way it's helped transform my life. So then that's why I continue yeah. to go. So it keeps me grounded it keeps me humble but again that's what works for me and so when like and Caitlin just made a point of like she was going through something and she was telling somebody and they offered her a prayer app now I I understand they I think they had good, good intentions right that's what I mean yeah. yeah and it's not and just so just because somebody tries to offer you or invite you to what they believe in or what has helped them I don't want you guys to feel offended by that because it's like I don't think they meant any harm. It just didn't work for you. Now, if they kept pressing you about it after you said it, you know, you weren't interested. Or if they write you off yeah, because you wouldn't do it. because you weren't doing it. Yeah, then that's, that's like, yeah. yeah. But I think sometimes people, we just, you take your own experiences. That's the only thing we can live by. And I just know how God has helped me in my life. So I want to share that with other people who may be struggling. You know what I'm saying? So I maybe you can help them in that way too. So don't, I don't want you to feel offended. And you are entitled to feel however you want, but I don't want you to, I think their intention may not have been to offend you but instead like oh maybe let me share what helped me I mean there's like more detail like it was a specific diagnosis of like a chemical imbalance in my brain so like medication was required like I wish that got praying would save it yeah I've tried I had tried everything up until that point so like I think that's where it turned me off also like the person and the way it was delivered Um, if you had done that to me I would have been appreciative it's just it's just different and everybody's going off their own experiences hey this is what Mm -hmm. worked for me and I would never get offended by that no and the and I know in AA, I think a lot, they do oh, talk yeah. about like God or, or a source. And Very I much. think that helped a lot of people too when it comes to like addiction. But I think what triggers me a lot with like the Kaylin situation is, is I think growing up, I've heard a lot of like going to church or like praying things off or whatever. But it's like, 
it's deeper than that. You know what I mean? So sometimes I'm just like, damn, like, you know, we know more now at this big age. Mm-hmm. Like, let's let's be for real and know that, like, you know, therapy is important. And like, you know, there's right. there's certain medication we can take or just do certain things. Right. Yeah. Um, I think prayer is a great place to start and it might help like some people. Like oh, yeah. you were saying there's statistics that show that like religion yeah. helps people. Like, 100%. There's proof. And I, by the way, do pray. I just don't feel the need to like advertise it. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of people mm-hmm. would be shocked by that. But like, I believe in God. I pray. I have my own relationship. I just like don't need to share that with people. No, you don't well, need like, to do that. My Nana was a Catholic. Very, very, very devoted. Right. And she believed in blind faith. And I remember I would ask her all kinds of questions about, Me too. about Catholicism that I, I just didn't understand. Yeah. And, and the answer, for the most part, was it just is. It just yes. is. And, yeah. and, and it's like that... That, and that worked for her, and it provided answers for her during very difficult times. I mean, she was married for, I think, what, over 60 years? Yeah. Uh, you know, she had heart issues. My grandfather was very sick, had cancer. Mm-hmm. And, and they got through so much stuff in a very long life. And I think there were times where she just, when she wanted answers and she didn't understand why, then the Bible and Catholicism gave her those answers. Right. I think it's why a lot of people do flock to religion, especially when they're going through a hard right. time. Like Scientology is another one, for example. Oh, they have all the answers. Mm-hmm. If you subscribe, they'll tell you everything. They'll right. tell you exactly what's going on in their mind. And I think people really find comfort in that. And they love that. Um, and I guess there have been times where I've been really low and I've wondered, why is this happening? Like, mm-hmm. why is it happening? Where's the lesson? And I feel like mm-hmm. that's the Catholicism that's like rooted deep within the back of my mind because I grew up with it was someone's watching over me. Someone's guiding me. Why is this happening? What did I do to deserve it? The Catholic guilt comes in. Right. You know, what What can I do to adjust it? So I guess in some ways, you know, fundamentally, it can help shape a direction. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't know that everybody has to see it the same way. No. no. I mean, wars no. are fought over this. Yeah. And yes, it's stupid. It's so, so dumb. dumb. And it's yeah. just because I don't That's go wild. to your church and subscribe to your pastor who wears Yeezys and, you know. Oh, uh, God. Those are, I'm you know, sorry. Whatever. I know. Don't get me started. It don't doesn't mean that my relationship is any less valuable than yours. And by the way, if that works for you, that's amazing. But the entire purpose of this is not to judge me because I won't. Do what you do. That's right. Yes. Love thy neighbor. Yes. Damn it. Yeah. It's also hard for me when something really fucking terrible happens, mm-hmm. and a lot of that happens in this world. That's where people lose me. And when someone tells me that it like happens for a reason, yeah. like the school shooting with my sister, you mm-hmm. know, like I, like God has a plan. I'm just like, oh fuck off. Yeah. Like, there are a few things, and and most yeah. of them involve kids, where I don't understand the purpose. Yes. You know, working with kids uh, at, at Lurie Children's, for example, and like going bedside like, me. A lot of these kids, right. a lot of them don't survive. A lot of them do, but some of them don't. And and you, ha- I've yet to understand what taking a child from a parent mm-hmm. is teaching anyone. Now, granted, there must be a lesson. There's got to be a reason. This is life. I understand. But like that, there are a few things I. That that just doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. For me. For me. Okay. To say, well, God has a plan. Uh, what in the hell could that be? Right. right. And don't say that to someone when they're in like the darkest time mm-hmm. because they don't want to hear that the plan was for that awful thing to fucking happen. Because that particular thing I have seen cause rifts and shakeups in people's lives. I mean, yeah. a lot of those parents get divorced. Oh, yeah. Um, and they'll never be the same. And, mm-hmm. and this is just one example. And mm-hmm. I'm sure everybody listening has their own example of a thing that they just in their mind, like, why? Yeah. Why? Um, and that one is particularly hard for me. Mm-hmm. But again, if you, if you, whatever religion you believe in, they, there's probably an explanation as to why that happens. And that's where that blind faith comes in, where you have to be like, well, 
you know, this is awful and I'm going through it, but the reason it happened is because God has a plan or what, if right. in, insert whatever your belief is here. And I guess that can provide people with a lot of comfort, but I tend to be too analytical and I tend to, I can't, the blind faith thing is just right. so hard. For and, things, and my Nana yeah. would just sit there yeah. and go, it just is. It just is. Right. Like Christopher, it just is. And it's like, ah, dah. I need more. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. honestly. I, I honestly lost a lot of faith when after my mom passed away. Mm-hmm. Like really? I I was just like, why? Why you. would you like mm-hmm. you yeah. know what I'm saying? If you believe in something, like and then you're Right. Worst nightmare. Close, yeah, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, how can you how can I believe anymore? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I've uh had conversations with you know, me and him by ourselves, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I cursed that man out. And I like, was like, yeah. dude, it's yeah. like, this it's fucked up. But mm-hmm. I get that. Yeah. yeah. I 100% get it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and again, I, I suppose religion, if you talk to a pastor or a priest or somebody, clergy about it, they would, they would give you something to the effect of everything right. happens for mm-hmm. a reason and there's a plan and yeah. you were supposed to learn something. And, Ugh. but again, yeah. how, like right. how, especially um, like in, in the Filipino culture, like, you, you 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 literally like pray every day, like every yeah. night. Everyone gets to get. I'm like, for what? Like mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. It, I was honestly just sitting there, like, what is this for? Like yeah. it, it it it's like my mom's the gone. The worst has right. happened. Yeah. It's yeah. already yeah. happened. Like yep. yeah. what are we praying for? Like like you know what I'm saying she's gone. Like yeah. you know he yeah. he took her away and like why? And then I then you got to sit there and pray every day. I was just like fuck yeah. this bullshit. A so. lot of people yeah, yeah. feel that way. Right. I get it. I totally get it. One hundred percent. And by the way, like there are people listening who might be triggered by this conversation and they, they might have the answers and it's like that's wonderful for you I think the whole point here is that everyone has their own individual experience right. exactly. and their own struggles with it yeah. mm-hmm. and again you could listen and go well if you would just subscribe to XYZ then this wouldn't be so hard for you and you wouldn't have to think of these answers that's not the way my brain works Exactly. my brain works in such a way that I want I'm analytical I want answers I overthink it I need to understand why and again Religion will give you those answers. You don't have. You may not agree with them, but if you buy in, then there they are. Um, I don't know. I'm like Rufio, though. I've seen some things happen, and some things have happened to me yeah. where I'm just like, where, where's the? Okay, so there's a lesson. Sure, there's a lesson, but but what? This is right. the worst possible yeah. thing mm-hmm. that could happen, and why? Yeah, you got mm-hmm. fucking horrible ass people on this planet. Right, right. they're alive and right. living, and then my mom, who's a 100%. fucking didn't do nothing wrong in her life, hundred percent is gone. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's, right. it's 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 hard to believe and follow and trust and all that shit. So. And then the Catholics in the room start to what? <laughs> I don't mean to be controversial here, but what happens to me is then I start to say. What did I do to deserve that? that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, well, because Catholic guilt. Well, I, I obviously am not living right if these bad things are happening to me. So I need to change. And, and I suppose maybe that's not a horrible thing to every now and again assess, right. you know, the choices that you're making and whatever else. But at the same time, it's mm-hmm. not necessarily helpful for me to then believe that I did it. Like it's my karma that made a bad thing happen to someone else or that happened to me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. I don't know how helpful that is either, um, I, except for, I, you know, now that we're talking about it, I suppose every now and again to check in with yourself and be like, hey, look, uh, you know, Catholic guilt is, is a real thing and something bad happened and did I put something out there to make it happen and, you know, what choices am I making? And I don't think, by the way, it has anything to do with that, but no. I've had a few moments, especially lately, where I've had to check in with myself and be like, what am I doing? Yeah. You know what I mean? I also don't want to believe in a higher power that would punish you for being human and making a mistake. Like, that's not something that I want to subscribe to. I do believe in karma, but I think intention is really fucking important when you're mm-hmm. talking about karma. And I just don't want to believe that we're getting, like, punished for doing something that we didn't mean to do that was bad. 
Yeah, and I certainly hope on a religious standpoint, again, I, I only can really come from a uh, standpoint of a cat, being a Catholic, raised Catholic, but I certainly hope that if I'm ever evaluated someday that it's not, you know, item by item, no. that it's kind of the sum <laughs> of all parts. It is. You've got to just be a good person. Like, just try your best. Like, that's what it's about. Well, he's it's, definitely going to pull out that list on you. Right. Fred, I mean, every dog he saves, it's like, check, check. No, no I do. Like, you just have to have a good heart, if I, man. If I help out some kid with cancer or like... Right. Uh, he's like, that or, one woman I ghosted is fine. Oh, or, no. You know, whatever. Every dog. I, I do believe that that checks one off of <laughs> some crazy. shitty thing I've done. I, I actually do believe that. Jason, you, you probably had the most intimate relationship with it all, and, and you've been very quiet. The church I, loves him. I won't yeah. force you into this conversation, but your parents wanted you to do all these things in the church growing up? Oh, yeah. I mean, I had to do it, and I think getting out of that, I mean, I went to Catholic school for 18 years. Like, it was, I was religion all day, every day, for 18 years. Do you feel in some ways, like, it delayed you being who you are because you were afraid to sort of be more, I mean, I don't, yeah, I, I don't I know. Think, I think it's a combination of religion and, I mean, just being gay in high school is just never easy for anybody. But right, I mean, right. uh, looking back at it now, it's very much like, okay, I didn't meet a lot of different types of people until yeah. I got out of that part of my life. Right. So like, I didn't realize that there were different beliefs and because diff- everyone I grew up with and was surrounded with my whole life. That's why I honestly say, and this is probably a controversial take too. I would never do Catholic school if I had kids. I same. think it's a waste of money. Oh, it's fucking and I expensive think it's as fuck. Very, it shelters you. And yeah. and well, I don't blame my parents because they went to public school and very, very much were of the belief of this will prepare you for college yeah. and this will like get you farther yeah. ahead in life. Oh, but I know where your dad someone, went. Someone, yeah, as someone yeah. that like lived and went through it, I would never do that to my kid just mm-hmm. because it's. I feel like right. I was sheltered from a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, and I don't. I don't mean to make excuses for the amount of ignorance that is out there. And I don't mean to pick on any one particular group because I think ignorance comes from all angles. But I will say this much. My parents, I grew up in a, an affluent neighborhood. My parents worked there. They, they grew up in a relatively affluent neighborhood, but they worked to provide more than, than they had. They sent me to the best school in town. They sent me to the best college I could get into. And I, hate, I have to say, it was all white people. I, I was literally, I did not know a black person until halfway through college, maybe. Like I, because there, there weren't any... I think there was one Hispanic kid that I grew up with, but like my point is that's a disservice, right? No, my point is though, I can see why people, their views can be the way they are. Because like in my case, I went from Scottsdale to Highland park, Dallas, and I, I probably could have married somebody from there and then lived there and never left the bubble of people who are just like me. Mm -hmm. And I think what happened was I got a radio job in college. Thank God. And I was immediately out of that circle, and I was around people from all different walks. I mean, there were people who were way more successful than me, way less successful, who came from more, who came from less. And I feel like that really shaped my viewpoint, and I changed quickly. Yes. And, yes. and you became black. I, well, I did. Yeah. I became, I became oh, black. I, I myself. I, I didn't know any, so I made myself one. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, yeah. but, like, honestly, I don't know that a lot of people – whether you come from this area or this area or this area mm-hmm. of the spectrum, I, I feel like people need to try a lot harder and need to be a lot more mindful of the fact that they don't know what they don't know. Yes. And a lot of people don't know. They don't. You know, I don't know. You, you make associations. Uh, all white people are this way. All mm-hmm. black people are this way. Mm-hmm. Well, how many how much time have you spent with people who are different from you? And uh, the answer for a lot of people is not much. Right. You know yep. what I mean? It's like yep. because it's. 
because you grow up in this neighborhood and 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 so you surround yourself with these people and then you grow up with these people and you follow in the footsteps of these people and it's like I, I don't think very many people are out there trying very hard to learn about other people's viewpoints and that's one blessing of this job is that we hear from people every day who are different we hear from people we meet people all the time all different walks of life because it's just part of it because we serve everybody but you can see it on the text you can see it on the text these people will write like these things that are like you you clearly are have no idea what you're talking about like you you know what i mean like that mm-hmm. is the viewpoint of somebody who's never been there mm-hmm. and and i think it's i, I I think we see a lot oh, of it yeah. in politics, I was gonna in say, voting. America. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everyone's got an opinion. Of, it's it's like when I hear people talk about geopolitics. I'm like, do you even do you do you have you made any effort to even understand what you're talking about, or are you regurgitating points that you saw on TV? Oh yeah, <laughs> or that you read on the website from the news network Buzz that terms. you trust. Buzz yep. terms, always. You know, and it's like I don't know. Travel the world a little bit, and I know not everybody gets to do that. But like, if you have the opportunity. Why don't you go to some of these places or like meet some people that are different, really different than you and have these conversations. And it's kind of amazing how people who think that they're so different when you come together, very different people tend to have very similar viewpoints about very basic things. Uh, But instead, we just assume that everyone's, Mm -hmm. you know, that no one else can, no one else knows what we know and no one else lives live like we have and no one else, you know, there are no other ways to look at things in the way that we were raised to look at them. And I I feel like that's kind of why we are where we are. And now amplify that with social media and everything else. Now you can spew your, your bias bullshit. Yes. You know, and I love watching like little kids when you just see them play and there's just none of that there yet. Yes. And you don't, it's just so beautiful. And like, it really is up to, you know, the parents and the world to like, it, it influences you whether good or bad. I watched it happen a lot in college. Like I got to college and I saw so many people be like, ignorant about shit because of how they grew up and I was just so grateful that I went to a, like a diverse high school but, but you know you see everyone's a product of their environment and certainly their parents beliefs well it's like Polly my niece she's turning three this month and my sister works at a very exclusive very bougie school uh, and everybody has money you have to have money you have to be smart and the interesting thing is she's in like a uh, like kind of a pre preschool or a preschool kind of thing mm-hmm. like a pre-kindergarten yeah and I'm thinking to my sister I'm talking to her and I'm like you know, I don't know. This is a very niche environment. But what I didn't realize is that program is only for employees' kids. Oh, and that's so nice. there's a lot of diversity. So Polly's Polly's not necessarily surrounded by. There are people who are different than she. But like, I hate to say it, these are real folks. These are the kids of real that. people. Because yeah. you know, I don't know. So and so's rich kid's daughter goes right. there, and so and so. But everyone's got you know millions of dollars, and everybody grew up this kind of way. Mm-hmm. And I'm so I'm like, ah, oh, man. It, you know, I kind of grew up like that. Amanda kind of grew up like that. Like, I don't know. Is there benefit to maybe Polly, you know, ex- experiencing more diversity? And she is because mm-hmm. those aren't the rich kids. Those aren't the kids that look just like Polly. Those aren't the kids that grew up just like her. She's and, learning Spanish, right? Yeah. And to your I point, she doesn't know the difference. It's so sweet to it watch really little is. kids play. She mm-hmm. has no idea how mm-hmm. different the people around her are necessarily There's- or what they, she has that they don't or whatever because they're kind of all equal. There's this video online of this little kid being shown like pictures of like different, you know, races or whatever. And like they ask the little kid, like, what do you see about this picture? And the little kid's just like, oh, he's wearing blue shorts. Like, it's just it's very yeah. pure and beautiful. And I hate when I see it go away. But yeah. 
So it's got to be a mm-hmm. struggle. Like I, friends of mine, like ah, oh, you know, I got to send my kid to this school, and it's fifty grand a year, and this and that. And, and I know what they're thinking. It's I want to provide oh, my kid with the I very have. best of everything. But sometimes I wonder: is the very best actually the very best? Like from a you know lifelong perspective. Like, I think about that often. Yeah. To yeah. be completely honest, because I don't. I'm going to be for real. I don't want my kids to go where I went. Like, it's just, she's just not going to do that. Mm -hmm. But then I'm like, well, what are the options then? Exactly what you're saying. It's like, do I do that and do a disservice to her? Like, I don't want her to go to Catholic school and be sheltered and not know anything to be street smart. Like, you know what I mean? She's not going to know anything. It's like, I, I, I don't know. I think about this a lot. It's like an internal struggle. So you, you know? wouldn't want her to go where like, I went? Absolutely not. No, no. And why is not. that? I don't like the public school system, yeah. and, and I'm a product of it. I I don't like it right now. To okay. be completely transparent, that's fair. Um, and especially like my high school, no, like I just I wouldn't. Like I'm not shitting on it. I had a great high school experience, but then it's like I don't know where else to send her, you know? Because mm. it would be like, is she going to go to the bougie school? Can I even afford the fucking bougie school? Right. Is the other question. Well, and I know there are you a know? lot. We've made a lot of like generalizations here too, but. Mm-hmm. It, it, not every kid that goes to a bougie no. school is bad. Not every kid no. that goes to a you know mm-hmm. inner city school is bad. Of course but, not. But I would agree though that like, I don't know. I have a great friend whose kid goes to a, a very prominent bougie school in town, mm-hmm. and and they're successful, relatively wealthy people. And she told me the other day that this kid is the only kid in the ten kids in the class yeah. that doesn't whose parents don't own a private jet. Yeah. What? You know, and it's like, no, I mean, <laughs> it, it, it's right, like, we're not, and I'm not saying that these parents or these kids are shitty, no, but I'm no. sorry, but if every vacation you go on is on a private jet yeah, and I you've mean, never walked through the real terminal and flown Southwest Airlines before, and we like, are different. Then we I, are then the I, I, I think it's very hard, even if you have the best intentions, of course. to balance out, you know, I don't know. I, I yeah. would imagine it's a struggle, but again, it these is. are people who are like, I want my kid to have the very best that money yes. can buy, but then you have to assess whether that is actually the very best. You want better yeah. than what you had and that's kind of where I'm at. Like I don't want my daughter to fall into like just certain things that like I've seen in my high school. I just, I just don't, don't want that. But you see know then there's saying? a whole set of different problems. Right. The kid, like There were things I didn't see and experience but there are things I did see and experience yes. like absentee parents and a shitload of expendable income and drugs and so much and suicide. I mean, I'm not saying these things don't happen everywhere, but like, it's just a whole new set of problems. But here you are, here, here we are supposedly insulated from that because well, everybody has money and everyone's smart. So nothing bad is going to happen. Oh no, really bad stuff. happens. It happens everywhere. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. So it's, it's an interesting battle. Well, we went from uh, toe sucking to spitting in mouth to to pissing on people to religion, to schools. Yes. (laughs) To we are the world. Horny to home. Thank you. So I think we went from one of our worst podcasts to probably one of our better ones, but people will still like the shitty one anyway. So if you're still listening, thanks. Uh, That's the tang. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. The world is full of magic and wonder, if you know where to look. And I'm obsessed with looking for it. I'm Simon Sinek, and I host a podcast called A Bit of Optimism. Each week, I have a short conversation with someone who inspires me or teaches me something about life, 
leadership, and other curious things. I hope you'll join me on the journey. Listen to a bit of optimism on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Julian Edelman from Games With Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time with the players and coaches who lived in them. Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Or what about the, the after parties? We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games with Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.